It's a very good evening to the great man, Lucas James Holmes, the chief commentator of the AFLHEC's Bar TV coverage. And Lucas uh, and David Ridden here with you to talk all things AFLHEC. Let's get going straight away. First of all, Lucas, good evening. Good evening, David. Always great to join you. Always good to spend time with you, my friend. Lucas, you've got a, a big announcement for our uh, avid listeners for this weekend. We have great one announcement. We, David and I will be at uh, Adelaide Street Oval this weekend, broadcasting all three AFLHCC games. It will be Carlos's Kalani Vale hosting Carlos in the Shield and the Black Diamond Cup Women's. And then Kalani Vale safety all mighty task is trying to take down Newcastle City in the Black Diamond Cup. Cannot wait for that, Lucas. Uh, on air at five to ten, Lucas James Holmes and myself. Lucas James Holmes and myself, David Redden, um, and as Louis said, we've got Shield Women's Cup and Black Diamond Cup. Can't wait. And Lucas, of course, will take up his role as one of the most promising commentators in the state when he uh, chief commentates the Black Diamond Cup from two o'clock. Results like, and again, Louis, that again, it's only our second time this year, so it's really, really good news for us, and uh, we, we both genuinely can't wait. That that would be a fair statement, isn't it, isn't it Louis? Yeah, spot on there, David. Especially when, when we've gone for the last four or five years going from every week, but when we've got the opportunity so far this year, we've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's going to be the same again. Especially some very uh, great, great games. There's lots of potential in all three grades, David. Well, yes, and I suppose the interesting thing is from a Barb TV perspective, we're going to be calling six teams that will be in the finals. And for us, that's great with familiarity of players and getting to look how teams go about it. So can't wait. Um, and I know that Jimmy Newburn and the lads in the Shield are very keen to have a crack at what's been a dominant Carter side in the Shield. So that'll be really interesting at 5-10. to 10. Results from the Black Diamond Cup last weekend. One result was completely and utterly remarkable. Um, most of the others weren't, but we'll go through those for you now. At Adelaide Strait, Kalani Vale 16-15-111. And Maitland went all right in the first quarter, but fell away uh, 3-10-28. So a good win for Kalani Vale, and importantly, percentage. Nelson made a thumping win up there at Dick Burwell Oval, and they had another win during the week, which we'll discuss in a moment. Nelson made 22-9-141, Wyong Lake 17-52. In an absolute thriller, there were a couple of them on the weekend. Um, this one was a real thriller. Warners Bay, after being behind late, just snuck home against Gosford um, at Fane Oval. Warners Bay 13 at 80, 80, 86, Gosford 12-5-77. Newcastle City came from behind in the late game at number one sports ground. The last game, Louis, being played at Newcastle number one for a, a, possibly 12 months with a complete reconfiguration of the ground. Newcastle City up with its 12-5-87 against their very um, long-term rivals and former co-tenants, Cardiff, 8-13-61. But, Lucas, first of all, I'd love you to talk us through... I think you and I were reasonably confident that Terry Golvoka were favourites last week going into the game at Rose Point Park against Singleton. But did you and your wildest dreams think that, th- dreams think that Terry Golvoka would put a 101-point drubbing on Singleton at Rose Point? Terry Golvoka, 21-21, Singleton 7-4, a 101-point win. Lucas Holmes. Yeah, not in current form. I wouldn't have said that at all, David. Mind you, this... This is just how terrible they could go about it, really. This is really a statement win, I feel, from them. Just quietly going about their business, really put out a statement saying that Singleton have probably been one of the form teams of the competition and we've dismantled them by 15 goals. So it's, I would imagine that would be a fairly statement win from them. But, yeah, wouldn't have guessed that margin considering how well Singleton have played in the last month or so. Oh, absolutely not. The, I mean, I, I think most people would have thought that Terry Golovaka were favourites, even though it was up there in the mid-hunter. 
But to do that to them, you know, they, I think it was what, here we go, here's the, here's the quarter by quarter. It was 14-12 to 2-2 at half time and 6-8 to 1-2. So they've really gone about it and decided, yep, we're going to put our foot down here. Four goals, Balbin, three goals, Bury, three goals, Pitt, two goals, James Webster. And what's frightening is, Lucas, is that James Webster's come back into this side this year and he was the best player on the ground. Um, frightening performance from Terrigal. And Lucas, in our five years of um, uh, being around football together and calling footy together, do you think that you have seen two-thirds of the way during the season, and please be honest here, do you think you've seen a side in any of the comps that right now is as strong as favourite as Terrigal of Oak are right now, with the possible exception of Terrigal of Oak and the plate in the last couple of years? They must be two-to-one on favourites to win the flag. You would, and I probably have to go back to the women's competition, the, the very good Nelson Bay and Newcastle City side that three or four years ago probably to match Terrible Vocal at the current stage. So that's probably where I would um, say the most dominant sides have gone in the past. But those two sides that I'm speaking of have been very even, so that competition could have been either way. But just in terms of a, you could say a one horse race, but it isn't, isn't really. Newcastle City are always there and thereabouts, as we've seen in recent years. They're right up there with Terrible Boca, but at the moment it looks a very scary proposition for teams that are going to have to face them coming into October. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's I think that Terrigal Oak has got City again uh, uh, in the rest of the season, possibly the second last game of the season. And I believe that game it has been slated for Fay and Oval, Lucas, with the unavailability of Newcastle and one sports ground. But they've got the real possibility of going 12-0. and 0. I don't think whoever finishes fourth is going to have much hope. The only time I've seen a chink in their armour was when they played in the wet at Kalanival. And that game was very much a game of two halves where it was wet in the first half, but dried off in the second. And Kalanival were up and about. Terrigal of Oak, I think, were a bit complacent in the first half. But honestly, at the moment, they are looking every bit at a chance of going through a season undefeated, which in your and my time has not happened. No one's gone through undefeated. So very interesting times there, Louis. It'd be fascinating to see um, what comes up on preliminary final day when, when they obviously get there. In the Black Diamond Cup women's, a big win for City over Terrigal of Oka, 16-11 to Terrigal of Oka 2, and that surprised me a bit. Um, Terrigal of Oka can play, and they're, they're in the four and probably stay there. Wyong Lakes, 94 over Maitland. Oh, no, sorry, I'm bigger pardon. I have to go and redo that, everybody. I've just picked on the wrong one here. So go, we'll go back there and, and redo that for everyone. I do apologise. Kalani Bell, 207 to nil over Maitland. Uh, Wyong Lake 72 to 18 over Nelson Bayport Stevens at Dick Bell Oval. In a bit of a surprise and an excellent performance by the Bulldogs, Warners Bay 7547 over Terrigal of Oka 5434. And Newcastle City solidified their position in the ladder with a good strong 64 to 23 win over Cardiff Louis. Um, just looking at the ladder in the uh, Black Diamond Cup women's, we've got Kalani Bell out in front on 32, Newcastle City 28, Cardiff after that lost to City in the weekend at 24. And Terrigal of Oka are on 16. Now, sitting behind Terrigal of Oka are Warners Bay and Wyong Lakes. And they're both on 12 points. Terrigal of Oka's got 50% of them. So Terrigal of Oka pretty much have to fall in. But now Warners Bay and Wyong Lakes, admittedly, Warners Bay's got a tough draw. But Warners Bay are an outside sniff. Things have got to go their way. But they are a slight chance of getting in, Louis. And if, if you look forward to this weekend as well, David, you'll see that Terrell Boca are playing on Wild Lakes in the Black Dolphin Cup women's. So that could uh, 
well and truly shape up that bottom end of the top four if things were to go to the advantage of Moana Bay, which would have, which you would think would be a long lakes win by a fair margin, just looking at the finish in front of us. Oh, absolutely. The problem is that Warners Bay's got Newcastle City. After beating Terrigalvoco, Warners Bay will put up a very good... They'll put up a good performance. The other game that's going to be a cracker, which Lucas and I, of course, have the privilege of calling, is Kalani Vale and Cardiff at Adelaide Street, Louis. A very good test for Kalani Vale running into the finals, Lucas. It will. It'll be interesting to see how uh, that way that game goes. So we just speaking before there, Ant Jones... Uh, Unfortunate out in this game with some uh, disciplinary issues, so that may hamper them on the weekend. But they've really spread their goal kicking out this year, Kalani Bar, unlike recent years where you've seen them showing tip big bags and only a couple of others chip in. So it actually might benefit them in the long run. Uh, well, yes, absolutely, because it gives them a different different focal point up front. Just to go through that for you, Warners Bay actually have a tough draw. They've got City at Bayern, Cardiff at Pasterfield, the joint venture at Fane, and they finish off Lucas. Lovely way to finish the season, Kalani Vale away. So, yeah, look, the um, Wyong Lakes have got to beat Terry Galavoca this weekend. It comes down to that, doesn't it, Lucas? It's as simple as that. It does, really. That's really to me way to see how that game goes. We've spoken at length and on multiple occasions about how formidable one length defense is but going forward that is really that really where they have issues where it's total like at their strength really that forward line. You have, you have Morgan Ross up there who's been the leading goal kicker a number a number of times in this competition over the years it's been it's been going. But you know, the fleet of small forwards that are sit at the feet have done a quite a good job in the past. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes and where they how they look at matching up on Morgan Ross with that Wyong Lakes back line. Yeah, well, the Magpies have got Terry Galavoka at Hilton Moor. Then they've got the joint venture at Don Small, which hopefully will be on Bar TV, Lucas. That's yet to be confirmed. Then they've got the most important game of their season. They've got Cardiff at Pasterfield, and they finish off with Maitland at Don Small. It's distinctly possible to see Wyong Lakes winning three or possibly four of their last four games. So not without a chance in that Black Diamond Women's Comp competition. Um, I do rather think, though, that it will be Newcastle City and Cardiff that will make the grand final, to be quite honest with you. Um, onto the Shield, and that uh, wins for KV, Warners Bay, and a big win to Cardiff. Cardiff flying along that competition. I think the final four is pretty much set, uh, for my mind, and it will be, Car- at the moment, it's Cardiff undefeated, Warners Bay second, Kalani Vale third, and they've got a big gap over Gosford in fourth. I don't think Wine Lakes and Maitland can win. I don't think Singleton's got enough strength. I think that Gosford might just sneak in um, the big game there, or if, if that finishes as it is now, Lucas, is Warners Bay and Killarney Vale uh, will probably finish in the preliminary final, um, which will be a massive game for them. But that's a bit later on down the track. Uh, back to the Black Diamond Cup. So our fixtures this week, and as you, Lucas has alluded to, there will be a Bar TV game in here. Okay, Saturday the 12th of September, we've got Cardiff away to Gosford at Adcock Park. We've got Singleton making the trip across to Nelson Bay, and that becomes a danger game for Singleton, Lucas, because Nelson Bay uh, had a win uh, last night, and you were telling me um, before we started recording that Nelson Bay and Warners Bay had a six-goal to three game, and there were no goals in the second half. That's a remarkable scoreline. And the uh, weather turned a bit sour there towards the end of the game with a fair amount of rain falling, but even then you would imagine with the uh, surf that is quite good there, Sam Bates, obviously there at Big Bell Oval, the uh, uh, rain would have been a stalk a bit, but obviously it hampered the uh, 
skills of the players out there, which is quite interesting to see considering both sides have some very highly skilled players. And, and yes, they do. Uh, Warners Bay host Maitland and will be favourites there. Terrigal of Oka uh, hosting Wyon Lakes. That's going to be a tough day for the Maggies. But the Bar TV game, and this you couldn't ask, actually, Lucas, for a much better game. It's a top-four battle. It's three versus two. Kalani Vale hosting Newcastle City. Kalani Vale get back Damien Hector, Chris Gordon, Harley Beckett, and Calvin Bond for this one, Lucas. This will be a huge game on Bay TV at five to do. A fight five to two. Chief commentary position obviously taken by Louis. Louis, your thoughts on this one, please. It is a big game. It is a very big game. Yes, Newcastle City got the win last week, David, over Cardiff. They had a very slow start, which is uh, quite which we don't see very often through Newcastle City sides of the past. So I think they'll be looking out to make a statement against one of their rivals in the past as well. And, and if there's two being three on the ladder at the moment, this could uh, play quite an important role going forward. Kalani Bale at home, obviously, a very strong side. Get some very experienced players and some very good young players back there too. Harley back is saying there. Calvin Bond will be interesting to see where he matches up on in that on that Newcastle City forward line rebound. Lustig's been uh, quite superb in the last three or four weeks, kicking quite a fair few goals. That'd be interesting to see from a matchup point of view what they decide to do with him. But yeah, can't wait to get down there and call some football on Saturday afternoon, David. I would think that due to body size that the only two blokes that can start on Reed would be Harley Beckett or NJ Convey. They're both tall enough, but Reed's in excellent form. The other matchup for mine, Lucas, which will be very interesting, is if Connor Haswell lines up at halfback, don't be surprised to see someone like Bond uh, match up on him as a defensive half-forward and make Haswell accountable, as you and I have seen many, many times when Haswell, and of course he's got Matt Bailey on the other side of the field to him, but if Haswell plays in the back line, we know how deadly he can be if he's given any latitude at all. Well, he plays that sort of Jerry McGovern role, allows, um, gets allowed to drop off if he's opposition aren't accountable and can intercept the ball, uh, really unlike any other in our league. So you've got to risk from a Kalani Bale's point of view, you have to keep him accountable. He's got actually got better delivery skills on either side of his body than Jeremy McGovern. McGovern happens to be a superb mark, but you're right there in that sort of a role. Quickly onto the plate, I think the top four teams are actually going to be playing this week in the men's plate. It's a huge game. Terrigal of Oak has got Newcastle City, so 1v2 uh, there at Hilton Mall Oval, the early game. And then the afternoon game at Tulkabar between Lake and the entrance Bado Bay. Walls End, who are fifth, have got the bye. City are on top with an 87% winning record. Terrigal Oak of 85, and the others have yet to reach 50%. Uh, City and Terrigal pretty much going to finish one and two. And I, again, I think that they'll make the grand final, but I think all four, four final sides will be uh, playing this weekend. And then onto the women's uh, competition, which last week saw a change of leader. Lake Macquarie went to Rose Point Park and won. So the final, the... the uh, the seven, the six looks like this. Late Macquarie on top, Singleton in second. The entrance third, which is great for them. Or Zenless Newcastle just inside the four. The Newcastle City, uh, their plate side in fifth. And Gosford finishing uh, in eighth at the moment. And the way that fixtures quickly got Gosford and City, Lake and the entrance, and Walls End and Singleton. Um, I think that, that that's a good competition, Lucas. And it will be very interesting to see uh, who can who matches up in the finals? But at the moment, you would think that Lake and Singleton are in the cherry position to finish one and two and get into the grand final in that particular competition. You would think so, though. This uh, competition is quite deep, which is great to see, considering some of these sides are fairly new. 
to the women's competition over the last two or three years. I'm very pleased we said the likes there in St. Bay. Singleton have come to St. the last week or two, and we had the privilege of watching them, and a month or so ago as well. So it's great to see some uh, young up-and-coming talent as well as some more of the established uh, players during this competition. Uh, indeed, and Emma Jane Howe, uh, there's a couple of plays in that competition that the whole competition runs around. It's Tori Coburn for Singleton, Emma Jane Howe, certainly for Lake Macquarie, and she's got some uh, very talented uh, helpers around her. But uh, that's going to be a very interesting competition moving forward for the last four weeks. It is quite thrilling to think that in a, almost exactly four weeks' time, uh, a month's time, Lucas, from t- tonight, we're recording on Thursday, we'll be calling preliminary finals, so not very far away. But again, uh, Bar TV this week, Lucas James Holmes and I have the privilege of calling three games. So just to run through that, five to ten broadcast time for the Black Diamond Shield, Colonial Vale and Cardiff at Adelaide Street. Then eleven fifty-five for Colonial Vale and Cardiff in the Black Diamond Cup Women's, and then at one fifty-five with Lucas in the chief commentary position, Kalani Vale and Newcastle City. Um, Lucas, I'm going to uh, ask you, and I'll do the same thing. Uh, your tips, please, for the weekend's games. First of all, the Shield. No. One of the probably you could almost call it the pick of the day to be honest. They would be so game first up. Kalani Bale against Cardiff, who are yet to be beaten the Black Diamond Shield, which is probably the way I'm leaning at the moment. David, interesting to see Cardiff's selection when it comes to uh, their Shield side in the last few weeks. He has some very experienced former first graders. I saw Nick Kosher players who played a game yep. or two in the last month. That's very dangerous for a uh, Shield. Uh, Women's game, clearly Kalani Vale undefeated will be favourites, but they will not be taking Cardiff lightly, in particular without Anne Jones playing. Yeah, yeah. spot on there, David. Kalani Vale, highly fancy. You'd expect them to go deep into October. It's weird saying that, but that's how it is at the moment. Kalani Vale, you're yep. yeah, highly fancy. Cardiff still a bit under Frank, still waiting for the return of Arizona Cross. I'm not sure if they've uh, put a line through her, haven't spoken to them in quite a while. Onto the men's game, the Black Diamond Cup game. This this could be a cracking game of football. It really could. For mine, it's a big test of Kalanivale's credibility. They really they if they're going to continue their development, they actually have to do do the business and and get the four points off City. Do you think they can do it? I don't think Newcastle City will uh, start quite as slowly as they did last week, David. I would assume that for sure, considering how close Cardiff got to them in the end and how much City gave them to, to start with. Kalani Bale, we've seen how well they play at home. Interesting to see how Newcastle City has obviously played at Adelaide for a fair amount of time, but considering the dimensions and the contrast between the two, two of their home grounds, it's interesting to see how they adapt early on. Kalani Bale, as you said, they really need to... Uh, have a good performance to give us some confidence going forward. 
Kalani Bell may hang around for maybe two and a half, three and a half quarters, but you'd expect Newcastle City just with their experience and strength to maybe just run over them in the last quarter and a half or so. And that's the big test for KV. Certainly Newcastle City are favourites for mine. Kalani Bell have to play four quarters. Um, if they do, they're a chance. And they are not without a chance at all. This is, I think this could be a very, very exciting game. Looking forward to spending uh, Saturday with you, mate. Looking forward to being in commentary again. Again, ladies and gentlemen, 5 to 10 for the Black Diamond Shield. And we'll be on air all day on Bar TV. Lucas, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to catching up with you on Saturday. And uh, thank you again for your time tonight, mate. As always, can't wait for it, David. David, looking forward to it. On behalf of Lucas James Holmes, I'm David Redden. It's a very good evening to everybody with the latest edition of the AFL HSE podcast. Bye for now.